the lyrics? Yeah, they right here. <laughs> you don't know the lyrics to try again? Yo, do you know how much stuff be inside my mind? I get that. The last thing I'm going to remember are lyrics. I honestly. I have a whole theory in life going on inside my mind right I now. I get it. <laughs> but try again? Try again was an anthem in summer 2020. I would definitely agree. It's been a long time. I shouldn't left you. Without a dope beat to step to, step to, step to, step to, step to, step to. Pucker, pucker, pucker. What would you do? Oh, no, let's talk about it. I got it. What would you do? To get to me. What would you say? To have your way. Would you give up or try again? Hesitate to let you in. Now, would you be yourself? And would you grow to all the boys or keep it low? If I say no, would you turn away or blow me off? But would you stay if first you don't succeed? Then dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and try again. Try again. If first you don't succeed. Dust yourself off and try again. You can dust it off and yeah, try again, yeah. try again. Hey, oh, hey. I'm into you. You into me, me, but I can't let it go so, so easily. Until I see what it could be um, eternally, or just a week. Oh, you know, our chemistry is off the chain. It's perfect now, but will, will it change? Come on now. This ain't a yes. This ain't a no. Just do your thing. This is how we go. Listen, um, let me tell you. Because if at first you don't succeed, nine year old me. Not nine year old. Wait, what year was this? 2000. Nine year old me. Oh, uh-uh, Trey. understand the meaning of that, but 31 year old me. I get it. Not my I freshman year in high school. Oh, baby, no, man. <laughs> and just like that. Oh, brown sugar, babe. I, I guess high off your look. Is that how it go? I've never heard know. this song in its entirety. And I want some of your bro. That's D'Angelo, bro. Did his son, his son remixed that song. He has a son? Him and Angie Stone's son. Oh. And I didn't know they had a son. I saw it on, it was on a blog. It was on Say Cheese. Or the hip hop now. I like Say Cheese TV. I was like, this nigga got a son? A son? Like a real son? Fact check, bitch. Time. Oh wow. Mhm. Mhm. Oh wow. Mhm. And here he is with Angie and the son. But why wasn't he on Angie Stone reality show? Angie Stone had a reality show. Yes. Her, her, her daughter. It was on BT. Oh, and then she knocked her daughter teeth out. <laughs> Like Y'all don't remember that? No, I do not. Oh, because on. why did that happen? She was very abusive. She was on R&B Divas Atlanta. R&B Divas Atlanta. And then Angie Stone. Was Selena Johnson in there too? Yeah. And Kelly Price? Yep. And Latavia? Mm. I vaguely remember uh, the show. Uh, see, look. She had knocked her daughter's teeth. Oh wow, that's oh her daughter looks just like her. That is crazy. Now they wrong for that. You know what? And I'm wrong for reading it. <laughs> no, 
Now she claims she said she ain't knock her daughter teeth out on the Steve Harvey show back in 2016. But Okay, anyway, okay. and just like that, you are tuned in to Catch the Tea Podcast with the certified tea sippers. It's your favorite girl, a true lady, the chick that's never, ever acting shady. And if I had to choose my favorite prominent black history person, I'm going to keep it really local and hometown, and I'm going to say Honor Bontown. He was from here. He was a, you know, famous poet from here in Alexandria, born. And his family, now they were chased out. They were chased out of Alexandria. And they went to California. He made his way to New York and became a key factor in the Harlem Renaissance in shaping and molding our culture. And I have to shout him out. You know, not only... The Harlem Renaissance, the Harlem Renaissance is like one of my favorite time periods, like the 1920s in general. Like, if minus the racism and 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 uh, how black people were oppressed, I think that was a very great time. How black black people were innovative, they were creative. You know, all type of creative juices were flowing around that time. Uh, so, the shout him out. Okay, look at you. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Senior drama correspondent Tiani Kardashian. Heavy on the drama it's trail. Been so long. I'm talking about ball season swamped heavy. Oh yes. So glad it's over. They stressed themselves out by stressing me out, which stressed me out even more because they were stressed out. They wouldn't have been stressed out if they would have just did what I said. I'm talking about preparing for prom season. Oh, heavy. That's going to be... The parents going to get stressed out. <laughs> because I'm stressed out because the kids are stressed out. And then when I say this tuxedo, <laughs> it's $700. They're going to look at me and go, what you mean? And I'm going to say, girl, that's what you want. And you said that the budget is limitless. And that's what I did. And here we go. This is what he like. I never had my 100K dinner heavy. I never had that 100K dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm sad about it now. It's 106 now, so I think we should do like 120 dinner. I'm with it. Follow I'm, I'm at 106,000 now, so when we hit 120,000, we'll do a dinner. Because I hit it during Bayou Classic time. That was. Damn, you have not been here that long? I have not been here since the beginning of November. Because we took a long break. We took a break. We took a, we took a break for a, about a month. Mm-hmm. Unexpectedly, we said it in the show. We were like, we're taking a break. We're taking a and then it was like, oh no, for real. It's different when you're asking for a break right. and you take a break. And then, then it's given to you. When you're forced to take it, it's Shut. like, wait a minute, hold on now. Because look, you don't, you don't realize you don't what you have until it's gone. Until it's taken away from mm. you. Mm. Mm. Yes. You know what? Let's talk about it because I feel like let me get the bang out my face. I feel like you guys pulled a Destiny's Child. Oh my god. And y'all were just like 
He can't make it. Oh well, the mm. show must go on. It's like when Beyonce sent Farrah home without the luggage. Uh uh, what's it? What's in your bags? It was, oh! Yes, yes, yes. And it's like, oh, Tiana can't make it. The three of us will. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow. No, that's not how it was. That's child. how I felt. That's how I felt. Now, why did you feel and like I w- that? And I would watch the show and I would listen and I'm like, they haven't even mentioned me. They don't even miss me. Then you get down to the last 30 seconds. Shout out to Tiani. He's <laughs> not here. Y'all follow our boy on the Instagram. And I'm like, it took them an hour and 30 now, seconds. Now, that ain't true. Because. Notice that I was gone. Because the last show, I said, see, we need Tiani here for this part. So don't do that. I have a then show. And then the show before last, we definitely mentioned you in the beginning. I didn't listen to that one either. So. So I'm like, I know we did talk about you, but what me and you had a conversation, so I already knew what time of time it was. Yes, that I appreciate yes. you guys for understanding and knowing that fashion is where my heart really That's- lives, child. <laughs> what was the question? Your favorite prominent Black History. My person. favorite prominent Black History person. First person would be Andre Leon Talley. Who oh my you know gosh! Is my yes. idol. I absolutely love Andre Leon Talley. Mm. You guys called when he passed away. Yes. I just knew, child. I was really hurt. I had just got his book. Like, it had just came in. I remember that. Because he had just released it. And I had got the DVD to go. He had just released it like three weeks before. I remember that. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Andre Leon Talley was a black man, a plus-size black man who was at one time the editor-in-chief of Vogue magazine alongside Anna Wintour. And he is an inspiration to me still to this day because number one he came from as i like to say rural america mm-hmm. uh small town city a small uh town boy flamboyant very proud of himself mm-hmm. but he was also plus size and you don't really see a lot of that in fashion this is and true he was really one of the like i get when when little girls see other black women in different positions and they're like they remember that's me you feel seen yeah and like seeing him in dior and louis vuitton and sitting front row at fashion shows and critiquing and Mm -hmm. even seeing him on america's next time model as a judge and just breaking down like a lot of the looks and the pictures i'm just like wow like I really can do this. Like, look at Andre Leon Talley. And my other one would be Edward Innafol, who is the UK editor-in-chief okay. of Vogue magazine. Like, uh, he's a dark-skinned oh my gosh. Uh, guy. A little plus size as well. And, like, those are two of my idols. I absolutely love, adore worship appreciate them. oh wow they definitely show me that i can do this i deserve to be here and yeah he has a look about him he does have a look he actually was discovered by a uh past editor when he was like 17 and they asked him to model oh wow i mean and I can he see started it. modeling and then he just started working as an intern with, with uh 
British Vogue is what it's called. Gotcha. In the UK. Yeah. And after interning there at British Vogue, he actually came un- over here, a fashion lesson. He actually came over here to the United States and he worked under Andre Leon Talley when Andre Leon Talley was working with Anna Wintour. And Anna Wintour hand selected him to be the uh, editor in chief of British Vogue. Now, when you're hand selected, child. child yeah, like, no, he really has this. like this a look about him and it's like. I like it. He does have this look. He has a great eye, too. What I tell people all the time is I love Vogue. I am devoted to Vogue. But if you look at any of the other Vogues, it's like American Vogue is so far behind. It's like, why our covers look like this when the UK is giving us this? Well, because they don't have Vogue Hong Kong is giving us this. Vogue Italia is giving us all of this. Like, then you just sit here and you look at your your US Vogue cover. You're like, Anna, Mm. girl, what's... Who was in charge? I'm a buy it. I'm still subscribed, but what's what's so yes? A visible man. I wonder what that book is about. I have it. It's wonderful. I haven't read it. I'm on chapter two. <laughs> but it's wonderful. It's a wonderful book. I love it. But yes, I really wanted to just take a moment to highlight black history, you know, and give people that chance to, you know, hear us talk about black history in our in our own way, you know. So And you know what I what's interesting about black history and I told someone this, I don't know who I was talking to. Who was I talking to? I don't know who I was talking to. Mm -hmm. But I was like, We talk about Martin Luther King, we talk about Malcolm X, Mm -hmm. we talk about Rosa Parks. But what about newer people who are making now that is black true, history, and I say this which all happens the time. every day, because like I say this all the time, like we do not highlight black people. Pe- black people are still creating, and we don't highlight it as much. Like there is a lady; she's this neurosurgeon, uh, and she had found a way to cure cancer. You know what I'm saying? And then there was a, this black man who turned rainwater into viable water for us oh, wow. uh, to be able to power a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's black people doing things like that, but people saying protect them at all costs because you know how. Yeah. Y'all know how it go. Yeah. And you know, real talk. Yeah, but like, black history is having. Viola Davis made it a couple of weeks ago. She became EGOT. She got a. Now. And she, you know, she got her Grammy, and that's. Can we talk about that freestyle? I haven't seen it. I have. I don't want to see it either because I heard it was horrible. But I haven't seen the freestyle. I heard that it was absolutely horrible. (laughs) I. See that it's been trending for like four or five days. The girl who did it deleted her account. Y'all just are so ruthless on social media that y'all cause people to delete accounts and things and such. And yeah. Oh, Ariana DeBose, right? Who is she though? What does she do? Is she an actress? Is she a model? <laughs> People who look good that take pictures, Lori Harvey, who's a model. She's pretty. But you know. She's an American actress, dancer, and singer. Okay. Rapper isn't on that though. <laughs> no. <laughs> what was she in? She like she was in something prominent. Oh, she was in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, it's supposed Ding to be. Ding 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 I'll just start singing. Mm. 
Let's find a freestyle though, child, because that. First of all, her singing voice isn't that good to me. Now, why do you keep bringing me back to this? I want to. First of all, what does the Baptist mean? I've been. I know it's British something. Let's see. But I've been trying to break British what? The British Academy of Film and Television Arts. That makes sense. Okay. And that that's where she wanted to British Academy to freestyle. Oh, okay, okay. That's what she wanted to freestyle. They asked her to, I'm sure. And then I can't believe she. So she deactivated her stuff. I'm gonna blame her. The internet is ruthless. I mean, we've What's seen what the internet does Ariana to people, child. But I mean, if, you, if you're going to be in this position, you just gotta be ready for it at all times. Yeah. Here she go. Line about Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman came. Yeah, I don't know about you, but that's enough. I don't need to say <laughs> that. <laughs> that's why Angela Bassett did the thing. He was no, cause uh, you know we be on, you know we be on Twitter, and yes. I just keep saying like it was trending yesterday. I just could not believe like kudos to her for like going up there, being so brave to do something in that manner. I hate that the internet dragged her, but sis, what were you saying? Now, did they think that it was gonna be a, like okay? So he okay, okay, okay. So was it supposed to be like a funny skit? Was it supposed to be like not taken seriously? Was because <laughs> that was the part. <laughs> it was Jamie. No, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. Really vibe into it for real. You know what I'm saying? She was like, oh, oh, okay. This is it, why I need it was no. Watch Jamie Lee. Watch Jamie Lee Curtis. Because when she said that, she said, oh, she said my name. <laughs> okay, child. You know. Angela Bassett, she did the <laughs> thing. Viola Davis, you're my woman. Woman king. I'm finna go down. I'm finna go down Facebook. I mean, in Twitter, and just have a field day. Oh my god! I was like, what is this? Cause like, I didn't even know that that these awards were taking place or going to happen or whatever. And so I started seeing the clip. I'm like, what the hell is this girl doing? And I'm like, who is she? And I was like, okay, it's kind of catchy. And then Jamie Lee Curtis, she was like, she was the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? With how she was feeling and vibing to it. But, yeah, I don't know why they asked her. I mean, just the thing, like, was it supposed to be, like, one of those skits? Like, was it supposed to be one of those moments? Because, you know, award shows, they have moments where they yes. have skits. And it's like, this isn't supposed to be seriously. It's supposed to be funny. Like, was this one of the moments where it's supposed to be funny and it wasn't supposed to be serious? And she was just really up there enjoying herself? Or maybe so. was this one of the moments where she was being serious and people just didn't know how to take it? I don't know. But, oh, my gosh, yes. I know that was totally off topic, but it was 
hilarious. You know, we live on Twitter, child. We do live on Twitter. We love Twitter. Uh, shout out to you, though, because you really be on Twitter, and not only do you be actually tweeting, <laughs> but you be under the comments, and you be in threads, and they get popular. Oh, my God. Every and time. And the last one that you tagged me in about shopping at Saks, yes. where I was doing this, yes. and I'm like, I don't even remember this, but I'm sitting here like... Why are people retweeting? It's oh like God. 2,000 retweets and, and people love loved it. it. Like, it's so crazy on Twitter how I can post under a thread. Because, like, right now I have a tweet that's going viral right now. It's like 20,000 views. And it was just a little girl laughing. But it was just... I just be in the moment with the responses. Like, I'm like, oh, nah, this would be good. And so now what I've done on my phone, which has... No space child. No. I don't know. Oh my God. I had I put some, I put that in the comments today. The girl was like, Oh, I'm taking this for a meme. I said, please keep my logo on it because I use my last bit of iPhone storage to create and screen record this. But it just pops every time. So I have a folder that says memes and then I'll just come back with a response and nine times out of ten, I like to use us. I always said that I wanted to make memes and gifts out of of us out of all of us around and i was like what's stopping me from doing it so now that's what i do on twitter no what made me mad is that i didn't know that it was gonna blow up like, this. <laughs> like look and so then i just heard that um twitter is rolling out that you can put gifts in the comments now so yeah yeah that's what i meant to say instagram so now I will also bring my talents from Twitter to Instagram. I'm going to do both. You know what's funny about this, though? <laughs> you know what was really funny about this? Yeah. The people that are allowed to do it now are Android users. Are you serious? It's so funny. Android users only? Android users only are the ones that are able to do this. Don't worry. My little meme folder is ready. 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 <laughs> But we were supposed to be talking about like us, so yeah. we're gonna do what we do when we have our talk weekly conversations. Exactly. That's supposed to start with, you know, it's supposed to be just five minutes of conversation, and, and it ends up being hours. an hour. And <laughs> I'm sitting on my phone like this <laughs> because I get it, I understand. I'm just in this whole place of just like just healing and learning myself. I and, and I just been, and it's just passing it on to other people. Like, it's important to learn yourself. It's really important. Like, because now you understand why you tick the way you tick yeah. or why you do certain things the way you do. And it's just like, I ain't gonna lie though, it's not an easy journey. It's not an easy process because there are days, I literally just made a TikTok yesterday and i said i was like i was really upset at myself because like you learn your new self right you learn new things okay okay this is the old thing about me this is how i want to handle it so then a situation comes and then you handle it as your old self and you get all upset well i got upset at myself i'm like why did i handle that situation not how i wanted to right yeah but then i started realizing oh i rebel against like 
structure or someone fussing at me because it's like I'm I was fussing at myself so I'm going to rebel because that that's how I was as a, as a child right my mm-hmm. mom fussed at me and I, or my dad fussed at me or any authority person may have fussed at me about something I'm like oh, I'm gonna do it in, I'm gonna do it anyway right so here mm-hmm. I am to myself like Kim why did you do this and it's like oh I'm rebelling so I have to learn to be gentle with myself like I've never really just been gentle with me like i'm gentle with others around me but not myself i get that so i'm just like oh this is it's a whole process i get it i understand i actually was telling a friend the other day i was joking but i was serious Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i was just calling to see how you were doing because i haven't heard from you in a while Mm -hmm. but you know i know that this is an adjustment period because even though January the 1st is the new year, yeah, I personally feel like the new year doesn't start till, like, March. No, for real. January and February are just, like... But, January is the moment you're like, okay, this is a new year. Let's see what's going on. Let's don't stop me right now. So February is like, okay, the stuff that you did in January while you were adjusting, you're like, okay, cool. You start getting the hang of it in February. And then March, you're like, okay... I know what happened in January and February. I can handle this better now. So they were saying that the last few months of the year, uh, like November, December, and January, and February are like man-made, created. Those are created. It's really like a dead period of time. And that when we say our New Year's resolutions, we are giving that energy to some other thing, quote-unquote. And that the New Year really does not start until spring, come in March. So, yeah. It makes sense. There are four seasons in a year. Winter, spring, summer, and fall is supposed to be the last season. If uh, winter starts in December. When are we really supposed to be hibernating like the bears? No, usually I don't like to, you know, agree with your I know. I see the vision. I'm with you when you're right. But yeah, so i agree with you starting over in like actual spring in, in March when things are anew, yeah, you know? I agree 100%. You do get a lot of time to reflect. Mm-hmm. I never really had that time to reflect. Did you, have you watched the new Proud Family? I have watched the new Proud Family. And I have Family. not. I'm mad that Disney didn't do it like they did last season. Last season they released one episode a week. This this season they released them all at the same time. Why all the other they, shows. I wonder why they did it like that. I don't know, but you know, they're like 20 minute episodes. So it's like, you're done with episode one, you're going to episode two, you're going to episode three, and then next thing you know, you're done with all ten episodes. It's like, oh, I'm done with the season now. What am I going to watch? And I'm not, and y'all know, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Yeah. So if I'm watching something, I try to make it last a bit. That's why I haven't finished the second season of Bridgerton. Since we're talking about Disney, I had this Disney theory. So mm-hmm. what is your, and you're the right person to have this conversation with. It's true, I love Disney. So what is your all-time favorite Disney movie? Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. That's my favorite. That's my all-time favorite Disney. Movie. What about Snow White resonates with you? I don't know. When I was first of, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a princess, and I re- I specifically remember telling my grandma, hmm, I was like, Grandma, I want to be a princess, and she's like, Well, you can't be a princess. I cried. Well, I didn't understand then. I mean, I know now, but I'm Snow now I'm a queen. White. Um, growth. But no, uh, I don't know. Like Snow White was just, I really had a happy childhood. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying and to think. People, like, why does that and, resonate like, with you? A lot of people that I talk to, you know, they they mention like, you know, like 
like even if they did have a good childhood, like something mm-hmm. may have happened. Like nothing's ever really happened. Like I really feel like I really had a really good childhood. I don't know. Snow White just really, really makes me happy that innocence of her and just even though people mm, even go. though her stepmother mm-hmm. literally was mean to her, she still managed to keep a smile, be positive, mm-hmm. and just find the good in everything. Ooh, and I do find moments where I'm just like mm-hmm. even when I'm frustrated or I'm stressed out, mm-hmm. I still try to find the good in everything. Like even with the ball from that day, it's like I'm completely stressed out. I'm frustrated, but I took a hundred business cards and all of them were gone and I've been getting phone calls and messages left and right. Like, mm-hmm. and people from California and Houston and Dallas and Georgia and mm-hmm. Tennessee, like, they were all there that night and it's like, this is really amazing and with, don't even Damn. with... Still being frustrated, not even being fully dressed the way that I wanted to dress, being caught in the rain, still having to be there. It's Mm -hmm. like, this was one hell of a night. So even though, even when I have like a bad day and I'm not someone that really has like a lot of bad days, Mm -hmm. I still try to find like, channel my inner Snow White and find the good in the situation. Like, hey, yes, the printer stopped working, but I got a new pen. (laughs) It's gelling. Because, like, I think, like, people's favorite Disney movie speaks volumes about their personalities, right? Uh-oh. So does that speak volumes about my personality? Yeah, so you just said it. You just said finding the, the good in everything, right? Yeah. No matter what the adversity, whatever the situation is. Yeah, you know, we're friends and you know me. Yes. I, I like that in the real of the life? Yes, because, I mean, we talk all the time. We do talk all the time. And we talk and we, we've definitely been having a mental health conversation. We have. And you know, honestly, been helping me just really sit and try to examine things about myself that I probably never would even address or even where, thought about. It's like, man, See, I'm just spoiled, but why? Yeah, man. So look, look. <laughs> Bitch, you have daddy issues, and it's like, I have daddy issues for real. Like when I, you know, I go through spells when I talk to my siblings, but I don't talk to my siblings because you yep. keep telling me to talk. To yep, yep, just, yep, yep. I'm yep. not talking to him right now. Though. Yeah, but when I was talking to him last, I was just like, y'all. Mm-hmm. I think I have daddy issues, and they're like, we all have daddy issues. I'm like, no, not like me. <laughs> but no, it was like really one of those moments, and we actually sat down. I actually sat down with my siblings, and they told me like the different things mm. that they went through with our dad, and just how they, even in those last few months before mm-hmm. he passed, how they just they they were able to. I'm not going to say reconcile, but they were able to get to a better place. Yeah. But with me, it's opposite because it's like, I've always had that good relationship, but now he's not here. And it's like, I don't have the financial. The support. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, right. Okay. Now what? Right. It's so crazy that you said that. It's just because I was having a conversation and someone was telling me like, that is what your purpose is. Your purpose is to speak your truth and allow others to hear your truth and see their truth in themselves. I can agree to that. And um, that shit, like, if it, it <laughs> my head, right? I'm like, huh? And so, like, that was, like, the true reasoning for me putting out living life on 2%. Yes. You know, me honestly speaking my truth. And, like, not even just 
saying all the bad, just really holding my own self accountable. So, like, my favorite Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. Oh. And I was like, I see that. yeah, and I was I see like, that. I was like, Belle just loved everybody despite whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, she could see the good and the bad in everybody, and she's just going to hone in on their good. Oh, wow, that's true. You know what? And I've never noticed that Belle and Snow White are really two sides of the same. They really are and so then then was so crazy tarzan who bell yes yes and so then bell is the supposed grandmother to uh who's the lady tarzan's uh jane Jane. she's the grandmother to jane and i was like what is really going on in life and i started thinking about like did Disney have all the scenarios already ready and or did they like program us to have these feelings or like oh no you're going to relate to this person in some point of life or something but that's neither here nor there but um yeah I've never thought about Disney like that man and I love majority Disney movies. Yeah, like, I know. This one's like, you're the right person in this like, conversation with. I mean, there are a few you can name, and I'm just like, yeah. But for the most part, you name a Disney movie, I either love it mm-hmm. and have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. I either love it and I don't have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. I either like it and have it on, on DVD. DVD. <laughs> or I don't like it. And it's very rare that you'll find a Disney movie that I do not like. Yeah, and I can actually like, and if someone say if there's a movie you can watch for the rest of your life, if you put me in front of any Disney film mm-hmm. or just like the same five Disney films, I can watch them every day for the rest of my life and not get tired. Yeah, I'm and definitely, I'm definitely about uh, Beauty and the Beast. I can watch that, and The Little Mermaid for sure. I can watch and that see, too. That's interesting because The Little Mermaid is really one of my least favorite really? of the Disney girl. That. Ariel just, but I see, just, I, I, you turn it on. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna say it word for word. I'm gonna sing every song. Mm-hmm. But she's still like when you think of the Disney princesses, like she is not in my top five. However, the sacrifice I am completely made. here for Hallie. I will yes. get the theater. I am leaving my nieces and nephews at home. Didn't the new trailer? I am skipping kids in line. <laughs> this is not for you. This is for me. Just like Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 4. Oh my God. This is room. not for y'all. This is The Incredibles 2. This is not for y'all. I remember my little cousin saying, oh, can, can we go see The Incredibles 2? We not going to see The Incredibles 2. <laughs> I'm going to see The Incredibles 2 because the first one came out when I was 12. Let's get that straight. But yes. But but yeah, so I was like, I know this is the perfect person to have this Disney conversation with. These are just thoughts that I just be having all the time, child. I'm just like, look at the correlation. Like, what has been happening is like life is bigger to me anyway, or deeper. Maybe I because I overthink. Yeah. But like lately, I've been overthinking in the positive and not in the negative aspect. Well, that's a good thing. Because like I can remember, I was overthinking in the negative aspect, and it wasn't. Mm-mm. I mean, we've had conversations. Yeah. I'm like, why are you talking? Like yeah. That? Like, why are you saying that? What Mm-mm. do you mean? Mm-mm. Like, why is this happening? Mm-mm. What is wrong with you? Get somebody else the, to do it. I think the first time I ever cursed you out was when we, we were having a conversation and you were just like, I can't do it. And I'm like, yes, the fuck you can. Yeah. And you're like, Tiani, you curse? And I'm right. like, not really, but I feel like I need to. <laughs> I curse when needed. When necessary. When it's necessary. I don't use those words. 
And that's fine. That's okay. It's okay. But yeah, man, Disney is it's just big. I'm like, huh? What? Love yeah. Absolutely love Disney. Any newer Disney movies that you uh I know the it was the girl turning into the red panda. I love uh red I love the red panda. That was really that, good. We didn't say I actually watched that Saturday. That was, was really good. I, I watched the Red Panda. I love Shout out to Four Town. My um, man, we gotta start learning our history. Um, definitely loved the <laughs> Red Panda. Encanto. Oh my god, yes. Encanto I watched Encanto every day for like two months straight. It was really good. It was a really, really good movie. And then um, um what's the other one with the little boy? He ended up going to Mexican heaven. Coco? Co- yes, Coco. Love Coco. Yeah. <laughs> <Not Mexican> <laughs> <head>. <laughs> Honestly though, which I mean they were all Mexican. Yeah. It was called the land of the dead, the yes. city of the dead. Yes. Yeah. But that um, was a good movie. It was movie. a good one. I definitely like. But yeah, Encanto, Red Panda, Frozen Two was great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, didn't love it as much as I love Frozen One, but I did buy it on DVD because mm-hmm. like, why would you have the first one and not the second one? Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a. Uh, they're actually doing a Toy Story uh, Five. I'm excited. Really? Um. What's the story? I don't know. They haven't said anything about it yet. They just announced it like a couple of days ago. I, tr- well, I'm I'm not, I, I was trying to watch Buzz Lightyear. I I keep falling asleep. Loved Lightyear. Man, it was a really good movie and a really first of all, you forget that Buzz Lightyear was based off like the toy. A toy. The toy Buzz Lightyear yes. is based off of a character. Mm-hmm. But but they never actually explained it in Toy Story. You just knew that it was a new toy that and Andy really wanted, wanted it. When he got there, Woody was just like. But like, and he... everybody else was like. And hey, both people's bu- like, hey, Buzz. And, and Woody's just like, oh, now he's like, hey, he was like, hold on, Ugh. this my uh, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> but no, like, so when they actually did it, and it's like, oh, this is the man that the toy is based. I loved it. I really loved. It. I went to the theater to see it actually. Because I went by myself. Because I, I, the last thing that I remember is that he kept trying to, you know, do the thing, and the time was just warping yeah. pretty fast. And the lady he started the mission with, she had passed, and it was her granddaughter. Yeah. Kiki, who play, who's who Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Kiki, Kiki Palmer had a good Kiki, year last year. Kiki gets to the bag, Palmer. I call her Kiki, keep the job, and she's booked and busy, Palmer. With a baby. With a baby. I'm excited. It's a boy. It's a boy? It's a boy. I was really shocked. I was like, what? She pregnant? Pregnant. It's like, honestly, I said in the post, I was like, Kiki Palmer having a baby, it's like your favorite cousin that you grew up with having a baby. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm an aunt now. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's like Darius Dalton is like the perfect person for her, and it's like you wish them longevity. They look really good after they the interviews do. I saw. They do, mm-hmm. and they have a friendship, which is important because a lot of That's people in relationships don't have friendships. Thing. And I was telling someone the other day, I was like, I like the fact that you guys have a friendship. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. That it's connection. Important. That's the biggest. That's why thing. a lot of them don't last. That's why I'm saying. Well, since I'm my baby bumps. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <gasps> yes, I'm so excited. The cover. What was your thought about? I that? love the cover. First of all, as I said earlier, like British when British Vogue does a cover, it's like this is not just a cover. This is a portrait. Mm-hmm. Number one. 
this can get blown up and put on the wall and you're just like, this is one hell of a shot. It was beautiful. I love that cover. It I actually did too. took me 30 minutes to write the post because I was so fixated on, on the cover. cover. And I didn't know where to start. And I was like, how do, like, where do I start breaking this down at? But, but instead, I just focused on like Rihanna and her family. Yes. Cover. And, and, and you know, it was for beautiful. a while, I was not supportive of Rihanna and ASAP. I know. I know. I'm just like, oh. I love them together. But They're perfect. The conversation that sparked around that cover, it was saying that her being in the lead was. Uh, like demasculating him as a man and I was like why do people go this way and then they even brought up uh the, the man from Lovecraft Country his cover as Jonathan well and um, oh my gosh, I love that cover. let I me not say that I'm a zoo I'm a green okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm a green but I did not think that demasculated ASAP Rocky. I was like, why are people? Why did people pick a pick that apart? You know, I was like, they wouldn't even. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. <laughs> when they say put you in a room, I'm with you when I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm folding. I'm creasing. <laughs> I am doing what? Huh? Like in uh, not in, uh coming me. to America, when he says bark like a wolf, wolf. <laughs> I'm doing all of that. He's, you know, and, oh, see, this is going to turn into a conversation. Mm -hmm. But I didn't, I get what people are saying because the man is supposed to leave. But the cover was shot for Rihanna. Exactly. Because she was doing the Super Bowl. It came out the week after she did the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl. It was based around that. And what people fail to realize is that when people do these magazine covers, they do them months in Mm -hmm. advance. These are planned out months. I mean months in advance. Rihanna was announced as the Super Bowl performer in October. Yes. That shoot was done Probably the next month. Yeah, that's what I said. Probably the next month. They had already started working on that. And they knew that this would be the February 2023 issue. And it's coming out. After the Super Bowl, which is good, but I, it's it's tricky because we live in an age now where things have been so progressive, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like it's not not at the enough. same time. Um, I have crazy. seen a lot of the posts where people saying that it makes him look like it's emasculating him. Mm-hmm. But first of all, it's at Rocky. What drew me to ASAP Rocky, because I am an actual ASAP Rocky fan. Yes, you guys know I don't listen to a lot of rap, mm-hmm. but he is one of the rappers that I enjoy. He's very into fashion, but very. even more than like, I remember him doing an interview with Billboard. This is right after the release of his first mixtape, mm-hmm. and the person that he was doing the interview with was a black guy mm-hmm. and a gay black guy, mm-hmm. and he got quiet and he's just like, "I'm sorry," but he was like, "I hope you're not offended, but you're really, really handsome," and he was like, "Thank you," mm-hmm. and it's like. A lot of guys, when you tell them that they're handsome, they they kind of get offended when other guys say it. If you but, strong enough in yeah, yourself, like I mean, I compliment <laughs> my guy friends and brothers and all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't see an issue. There are some guy friends that I probably just like. Okay, I'm not gonna say. I ain't cross the line. I'm not gonna actually say like, "Oh, you're really cute today," but mm-hmm. I'll say something like, "I like this look," mm-hmm. just so you can know. Like, but for the most part, like I go up to my brother all the time. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're so cute!" Like, I we, like you're so cute today. If you strong and- <laughs> enough within yourself, you know how yourself is. It shouldn't even no, matter. It really shouldn't matter. And honestly, uh-huh. like a lot of my uh, male friends are straight. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of uh, gay friends. 
but and honestly, it's really interesting. And we talked about this before, but a lot of them, they're just like, I just have to treat you like a sister mm-hmm. for the for the most part. And I get it. Um, I don't like it because it turns into me being the youngest. And someone told me the other day, um, I was talking to someone and they tell me how old they were. I was like, you're 45. I was like, I didn't know you were 45. Yeah. Like, like 40 or something. And yeah. I was like, I knew you were older than me. And they were like, Tiani, everybody's older than you. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, huh. <laughs> I was like, I'm the youngest of my siblings. My team for my blog are all older than me. Really? I'm the youngest in the, in the T-Sippers. Yeah. And it's, I'm the youngest in my friend groups back at home. All of the different friend groups that I'm in at home, for the most part, I'm the youngest, except for the one with me and Jashan. Hmm, what makes you gravitate to older people? I don't know. What We're not doing gra- this. What? We're not doing this. We're not doing which, this today. Which brings me, We're I have daddy this. issues. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's not even that. Like, I, just, I don't know. I think I'm just so used to being the youngest that I'm just, I know, and I we talked about this mm-hmm. before too. Like I just feel like I'm protect. Like yeah. I know that, like no matter what, that protection, I'm going to be protected because I have this person, this person, this person, this person. And mm-hmm. it's not even just about them being guys or girls. It's just the fact they're older than me, right. and they're going to make sure that me you being okay. the youngest that I'm okay. Oh, you need to be which protected. is really interesting. This is a whole nother conversation. But even uh. when we went to Vegas, I was the youngest one on the Vegas trip. We talked Which about Which is very interesting. Um uh, my brothers and cut my brothers and sisters and cousins, the on the person that was closest to age to me was my sister Jennifer. And that doesn't say a lot because when we went to Vegas, I was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to turn thirty that year. She was thirty seven. Oh wow. So I was still like the youngest person on the trip. It's oh. just so funny. <laughs> like everywhere I'm going, it's like I'm the youngest you person. You are the baby. I'm the baby everywhere. Which is so funny because I enjoy being a baby and I use it to my advantage, but at the same time I don't like it. <laughs> first of all, I am not a child. And I'll tell people that in the heartbeat, but then I whine and complain. So uh, uh, like right now I want a coke and no one's moved. So oh, thought that I would have one with some ice by now. Because the house five like, minutes away, huh? I mean, just five <laughs> minutes away. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm not. I know he's serious. <laughs> but speaking of Rihanna. Speaking of Rihanna. The conversation was sparked about Rihanna versus Beyonce. And it was because of Rihanna's Super Bowl performance. The Super Bowl performance. I love and it. Did you then, like it? It was okay. Just okay. okay it was okay. And okay. then it became, well, who did it better? Because Rihanna announced her pregnancy and then Beyonce had her um, foot surgery right before her uh, Dubai, Dubai performance. Why does and, nobody talk about Abu Dhabi? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying from another day. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, Dubai is also a made-up man-made island. But anyway, child. So is Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm wondering, like, everybody's always talking about, when they when people talk about the UAE, the first thing, Dubai. Mm-hmm. What about Abu Dhabi? I think okay. because Dubai did all this marketing, 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 and all your celebrities go there. Which is interesting because Rihanna's ex-boyfriend before she got with ASAP Rocky is from Dubai. Yes, and is. Dang, I wonder how he feel about her. She got two babies. He couldn't get one. Well, even though I don't like this person, Boosie was upset. No, no, no. <laughs> Boosie says, Rihanna bring it again. The <laughs> rocket dog. I just, I said, yes. I actually felt, I'm like, you know what? I feel bad for you. <laughs> 
I, I, I just feel like I need to. This is one of those moments I need to send him a group, a, a, a fruit basket. Or I something. feel bad for Aubrey. I don't feel bad for Aubrey. I feel because bad for Aubrey him. cheated on Rihanna mm. with his son's mother. And people have been Ooh. saying that it was like, I feel bad for Drake. I feel bad for Drake. It's like, no, because Drake. Drake wanted Rihanna so badly. You finally got her, and, and you, you fumbled cheated. it. That's your fault. Just like a nigga. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like Eric Benet cheating on Holly Berry. Oh my god, Are yes. you cheating on Holly Berry? But we don't know what type of person Holly Berry is. Okay, though. we don't know what type of person Rihanna is. This is true. true too, but, but you've been chasing her for the past. Yeah, 10 he was years. definitely chasing her. ASAP Rocky has been chasing her for the past ten years as well. He was sitting on the sideline in the cut. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do do one better. I'm gonna put two babies in him." Not even that. He even he he manifested Rihanna in Fashion Killer. Mm. Her attitude. The power Rihanna. of the tongue is she real, child. Mama, I know that's right. Power of the tongue is real, but, but yeah. So back to the Rihanna versus Beyonce conversation. Yeah. It, so it started like, well. Who had the most adversity in their performance recently? And then who announced the baby bump better? And then it's just like, who's a more iconic star or legend? Or, and it just, it just, the conversation just like grew legs and kind of went everywhere. And I had to sit and think. And then I recently saw this clip with um, Wendy Williams where she was saying that Rihanna is only good for the moment versus Beyonce can go to Las Vegas and have a residency and do well. But Rihanna and Rihanna wouldn't. I disagree. Oh, no. And I'm not saying that because I'm a fan of both. A stan, actually. Yes. I am the president of the Louisiana chapter of the Beehive. Mm-hmm. I am the vice president of the Louisiana <laughs> chapter of the Rihanna Navy. Right. Because TJ is the president. Um, but no, I disagree. I disagree. For various reasons. Because first of all, Beyonce and Rihanna cannot be... Firstly, I enjoyed Rihanna's show. It was okay. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I was glad she didn't sing Lift Me Up. But I mean, okay, here's another thing. Why was she sing? I actually got mad that day because everybody was making that joke. I'm like, why was she sing Lift Me Up? What reason does she have to sing Lift Me Up? Lift Me Up was done for the Black Panther movie as Um, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Number one, but you don't. You People, wouldn't think that she no, would do a. Why would she do a tribute to this? Is in the Oscars. I get you, but it's Chad nominated. I get you, but it's Chad. Chadwick Boseman. It's Black Panther. It's his Black History Month. This is the blackest uh, Super Bowl ever because we had two black, uh, two black quarterbacks. Well, what did, no, what actually, mean? last year's Super Bowl was the blackest Super Bowl ever because they had <laughs> Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, oh my Fifty God, yes. Cent. Uh, and Eminem, light skin uh, rapper Eminem, <laughs> not light skin rapper. He, he belongs to us. Mm, I don't somebody know about said that. that. Somebody said. Somebody said Eminem belongs to us. I was like, oh, okay, all right. I wouldn't know. I don't really listen to that much Eminem songs, but you know, they say he belongs to us. Mm. But no, last year was actually the blackest. Um, well, they were saying Super from we have. I get what they're yeah, saying, but yeah. if you think about it, you Justin Mahomes, Jay, what's his name? Jason Justin Patrick. Mm-mm, I'm not Patrick sure Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, even though he's half black, mm-hmm. he has his white wife. 
He lives his white life. And we are okay with it as a white woman in America. I love the Negroes. And I support it. And I also support Black History Month. Because I am progressive as a black woman in America. I mean, as a white woman in America. You gotta edit that. Because I'm a white woman in America. And I'm progressive. And I love the Negroes. Shout out to that quarterback on the Eagles. What's his name? He can dress too. His name. Him. I'm looking over. I'm looking at... Was that I'm... Who? Jalen Hurts can hurt me. Ah! Love him. He can dress too. He but, looks damn good in purple. Whoever the, his stylist is, shout out to his stylist. Whoever his stylist is, shout out to her. He has a whole team of women. I know. Shout that out to man. them. Shout out to women. them. I'm trying to be like that. But I want a whole team of women. Don't look at me. Okay, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Cause they was working for it, you know what I'm saying? That was a good one. That was good. That was good. Look at you. Look at a Disney pie. Okay. The little things. The ne- the little things that we miss. But, but yeah, no, I disagree. Um, Rihanna and Beyonce are two different artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, where's my where's my cute where's my camera? Where can I look directly in the camera? Mm-hmm. This one, right, right this there. One. Mm-hmm. People. It is okay to like Rihanna. It is okay to like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. They are two different artists. Yes, it's okay to like more than one artist at the same time. I would agree. Because they're different. I knew what to expect from the Rihanna show because I'm a Rihanna fan. Mm -hmm. If you're, you're, there are fans and there are casual Fans, it's you like might be the people mean. who are like, "Oh, she has this song, I like it." What? What? Oh, what? She has what, that what? Song, I like it. Does he but it, and you know, oh, she it. did this song with this person, I like it. Mm-hmm. But these are the people that only listen to the songs when they come on the radio or they're in the store and they hear and it's like they like it. Me. These are not the people that are going to buy the songs on iTunes or buy the album. I think that if you are one of those people, mm-hmm. you've probably never seen a Rihanna performance. Mm-hmm. You've probably never been to a Rihanna concert. concert. I have every single Rihanna album from Music of the Sun to Anti. I have every DVD from Rihanna Live at the O2 Arena to the 777 tour, which Nicole Bitchy went on. Oh. And I was jealous. She did go on that yes, tour. She did. Yes, she like, did. I was, oh, my God. Shout out to her. She was in my she mentions. She had a run. For she really while. did. And she still does because she, cha- she changed the trajectory of her blog to positive yeah she went to positive and i still think she has a run because she was literally just in my mentions maybe like two weeks ago i stalk that website all the time but no yes. um i am a beyonce fan i have every album from dangerously in love to renaissance mm-hmm. from the destiny's child album to destiny fulfilled mm-hmm. to the the destiny's child world tour dvd to the Beyonce Experience DVD. Mm. It's okay to like them both because they're both different artists. Rihanna's performances have always been about vibes. She's mm. going to give you a look. She's going to give you productions. The dancers are going to dance. She might give you a little this. She might do that. 
and you go blah. Beyonce is going to give you a visual, show. Visual she's arts. She's going to give you visuals. She's going to give you production. She's going to give you vocals. She's going to a moment. Mo- so that's why it was really hard. It was hard for me to decide. And she's going to stand like this for uh, for five minutes and let that fan blow. And you're going to scream all she because and because all she's going to do is this. Here you go. Here you go. And then she goes on her head again. Ah! And she's just going to stand there. Mm. Rihanna is going to... You know, like... So, like, it was, it was that was hard for me to make a decision because I had to really sit. I had to sit. Because I had to sit. Because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who I would say, like, who could be the versus out of the two. And because they've both done some great things. And outside of music as well. But I feel like, in my honest opinion, that Rihanna took the merch game by storm. Like, not, not even just saying that it's merch. Her clothing line, her brand, Fenty brand. I'm wearing Fenty now. I think she took that by storm versus, you know, Beyonce's is Parkwood, right? Ivy Park. Ivy versus Beyonce's Ivy Park. Because there were some low sales for Ivy Park. No. Really? Let's mm-hmm. think about it. Because some people say that, but everything sold out online. So is it low sales as far as how quick it's gotten sold? Or is it low sales because it's not selling in the stores? In the stores. So if it's not selling in the stores, but it's selling out online, but, is it still not successful? But you mean that's... Because most people are... Who's going into a store these days? But online, maybe 30 pieces. You see what I'm saying? Well, that's true too. But still, who's going in stores these days? I don't know because when I almost bought Yiddy, I almost bought Yiddy in the store when I was um I was in oh what mall it was? I was in New Jersey and I was like, damn, they got Yiddy. So they got Yiddy in the store. I got Yitty. super excited. Shout out to Lizzo. I got super excited about it and I was like, damn, it's in the store. But I I don't know what ended up happening. I didn't end up buying it, but but Rihanna Savage Fenty also has stores. But it's mm-hmm. like, are people going actually going yeah. to the store and they're buying it, yeah. or are they only buying it online? I buy Savage Fenty online because I have an account. Um, yes, I just don't think. I think they're that that different in other in other situations. At this point in her career, Beyonce's. I'm not gonna say that she's basically. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Beyonce, I'm not going to say she's basically a legend, but she's a legend, but she's a veteran mm-hmm. at this point. Beyonce's been in the industry for over 20 years at this point. She started with this as a as a, a performer in general. Desi Child came out in 97. She's been in the industry since 97. Mm-hmm. As a solo act, Dangerously in Love turns 20 in June. Oh my gosh. I know, it came out in 2003. It turns 20 in June. So she's been in the industry for a long time. She's not someone who you would consider basically new. She's a veteran act who still manages to be very relevant. Rihanna is almost 20 years in the industry because she debuted in 2005. But... I don't know. Like, I just, 
I've never felt like Beyonce and Rihanna could be compared because they're two different artists giving two different things. My only thing that ever worries me about Rihanna when she's doing live is, is she going to sound good? Because mm. let's be honest. She's Rihanna not a live singer. She's not a vocalist. She's not. She's not a strong singer. That is the only thing that ever worries me whenever she gets ready to do a live performance. I'm like, is she going to sound good? Her and Katy Perry. I worry about my girls. Um... One of my girls that I don't have to worry about is Beyonce because I know for a fact she's going to give it, even though her worst, even Beyonce's worst performance is better than a lot of other people's performances. I hate that people compare them and feel like they have to because you don't. Mm -hmm. When you think about, and I like saying this because this comes from me, because people, again, you know, people know I love Britney Spears. I love Katy Perry. I love Madonna. What's going on with Britney Spears? Nothing. I don't want to talk about Because. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you. Um... (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm, That's okay. You just really sound so concerned. I, I am. No, I'm just saying. I don't want to talk about it. Mark. And Mark. Um, I don't want to talk about it. I got you. I understand. Y'all want me to cry or not? No. Y'all told me not to cry earlier. you right. I'm trying to be good. you right. Um, you made me lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. You no, like the Katy like, Perry's. In, in, yeah. in, the, in the world of Madonna's and Katy Perry's and Britney Spears and Adele's, Beyonce and Rihanna are the only two black women that are up there with these women. Why are you... And that other girl who I want to mention, she's up there too. Oh, I said don't mention it. Okay, I'll make sure. I gotta say her name. I just make sure we was on the same page. I said something about her being a multi BET award winner the other day, and people were mad at me. (laughs) I'm like, why are you mad at me? Like, she is a multi BET award artist. She has like 15 BET awards. Like, what's wrong with that? Mm. Nothing. She doesn't have a Grammy, but she has 15 BET awards, and that counts for something because guess what? And some billboard there are a lot of people who don't have 15 BET awards. She does. Good for her. And some billboard things. This is delicious. Thank you so much. <laughs> this one doing nothing. Doing a goddamn thing, Um, but no, I just hate when people compare Beyonce and Rihanna specifically for that reason. They're the only two Mm -hmm. black pop stars to be honest right now. You are right. Put them against each other. You are correct. Different for different reasons. For different reasons, they respect each other. Why do we have to do that? But when you think about it, we've always pitted people against each other. And it's like why four times versus the Temptations Uh, and the Five Heartbeats. Diana Ross versus the Supremes. Oh my God! Brandy versus Moesha. It's just always been a Brandy versus Monica. Brandy versus Monica. That too. was definitely that like, was it's some. Just always been Britney versus Christina. Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. And let's just be clear. And let's talk about the Backstreet Boys could never be in sync because NSYNC Best has five three. part harmony. Oh mm. I mean, NSYNC has five part harmony. Justice. The Backstreet Boys do not. Mm-mm. Period. Mm. Period. Mm. Now, why you brought up Christina Aguilera? You saw what Pink talked about. Shout out to Pink. Lady Marmalade. Marmalade. I did see what Pink said, said about Lady Marmalade. I didn't. So, I know you know the beef. So they've been here to be for. So this is where the beef actually, I like telling this story. Yes. I say this like I tell it all the time. I don't. <laughs> I like telling this story. Um, When they got contacted to do Lady Marmalade, actually, originally, it was supposed to be 
Pink, Beyonce, Christina Aguilera, and Lil' Kim. Beyonce mm-hmm. dropped out mm-hmm. because she was working on Dangerously in Love at the time. Mm-hmm. And Desi's Child had just became big. Like, mm-hmm. Desi's Child was big to us. Like, we knew who Destiny's Child was. But, like, Latoya and Latavia getting kicked out of Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle and Farrah coming into Destiny's Child. Then Farrah getting sent home with no luggage. Oh, my God. Destiny's Child became, like, mm. Destiny's Child was, like. Up there. That was the peak. It Destiny's was Child. up and stuck, for real. And so, because of that, Beyonce dropped out. Mm-hmm. And so, they added. Maya, which I thought was a great fit. I thought Maya, Maya was. was. Oh, she looked Love so Maya. gorgeous the other day. She does. She look gorgeous. Oh Interestingly, Maya did a post because you know, uh, in her song, she says, "Whose drawers are these? Uh-huh. You know, I wear a <laughs> size four. Oh. Oh. And somebody tweeted that she said, "It's a, it's a eight now." Oh, okay, Maya <laughs> looks good, but uh, <laughs> she said, "It's a eight now." <laughs> <laughs> The little things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no. Um. So when they came into the studio to do the song, mm-hmm. Christina's manager was like, "What's the highest part of the song?" Christina will be taking that. Oh, she, he never gave anybody else a chance. Of course, Lil' Kim was rapping, but he yes. never gave anybody else a chance to say. Which verse that they were doing? Oh, the dictatorship Missy wasn't in it at the time. Oh my they were god! Only in there with Rock Wilder, who produces. People don't know that Rock Wilder. Yes, yes. And that's when it started because Christina had just came out. She's coming out for a debut album. She's coming out for Best New Artist Grammy, where she beat Britney Spears, which I still don't think sits right with me. Mm, um, that was a weird time verse. album. Literally sold thirty million records, and like. It, it went diamond in the United States. How did Christina get this? But anyway. But like, no problem with Christina. I adore her. But that's the was the beginning of the beat. Christina always had this diva like attitude. And but even at the in her friendship time, with Britney, she still had this passive aggressiveness. But you have to understand why it was there though. Why her manager made that move because why? of everything that was going on around her. So why not put her in this position? But what was going on? But but you everything you just I mean, but still, but like she still uh, does Christina have a good voice? Yes. Yeah. Does Pink have a good voice? <laughs> yes. Do you think that... Uh, okay, so the way that you're saying it, though, you're saying it like you know for a fact that Pink wouldn't be able to hit those notes. But also, if Chris, if Pink had that part, it would sound completely different, and I it personally was, think that it would have been It would have sound different. I don't know if it would have been better, though. Touch of a skin, feeling silky smooth. But anyway, yes. Uh, I completely both, get... Mm. Pink and Christina will always have this frenemy relationship. Pink said this about Christina today. In about four months, she's probably going to say something nice about her. That's, they've been doing this for 20 years at this mm-hmm. point. This is like, what else is there to do? I just thought it was interesting. She was like, she didn't enjoy it just because of that one person. Because I'm not going to give somebody that control of me not to enjoy something. But when you have other people around Fuck em. that are I'm doing sorry. that, it's like, what else can you do? Oh, well, I'm in my bubble. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well. Oh, oh well. <laughs> I but, um, but, yeah. Anyway, we, we deviated from all. We was... It was it was on on brand off brand at the same time. We because it, it was Beyonce, Rihanna, Pop, Christina Aguilera. I mean, honestly, it's all in the same 
I am concerned about Britney. I'm sorry. I'm just. I have a soft. If you notice, I don't talk about Britney whether it's good or bad. Yeah, I know. I just don't talk about Britney because I get too emotional. I'm too attached to Britney. Britney is my first mm-hmm. pop star. Mm-hmm. She's the first person I became obsessed with when the girls came out. Mm-hmm. She's the first album I ever got. She's the first tour I ever been to. Britney Spears, she's the reason that my name is Tiani Spears. Yeah. Britney Spears. Here you go, people. Tiani Spears is literally a play on Britney's name. That's how I came up with my name. It's because of Britney Spears. I became a blogger to... I actually became a blogger because of the Kardashians. <laughs> but I used my blogging as a way to defend Britney Spears mm-hmm. during the time that she was going through her hard yes. time. And I made sure that no matter where I was, I was always standing up for Even her. in the resurfacing, you were still having her back when, you know, she's going with all her core situations. What's situation. really interesting is because this is why I stopped saying, because, you know, before then, I was always speaking about Britney mm-hmm. and I was talking about everything and how her family was doing her. But it was always the people like, oh, she's crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy, she needs help, yada, 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 she cut her hair, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they start seeing the seriousness of the situation, it's like, oh my God. What do you have to say? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I have nothing to say because when I did, you guys laughed at yep. me. So, yep. Don't worry about it. Sweetheart. I have nothing to say. So, but even now, like, Britney just means so much to me, and I just really want to give her a gigantic hug. Like, I love her so much. And I just, I. Don't talk about her, except for today, because it's you. Yeah. But if this is anybody else, I really, if I say I don't want to talk about it, I'm not going to talk about it. But I'll talk about it with you. But I do worry about Britney. Um, I think she's been under her conservatorship for so long mm-hmm. that now that she's free, she's just doing whatever because she can. What makes her happy? And I get that. Yeah. I get that. But it's like she doesn't see the consequences mm. of it. And then, of course, as always, the media has always been against her anyway. Like This the media is has true, too. They've been ready to, ready to paint her in always a negative light. Very horribly. Every time I think about the media, every time but, I think about the way the media treated Britney, I, I, I picture her but, in that picture where she's holding baby Jaden and she's just crying. But do and then you, you look back at it and you're just like, she was like 20. She was a baby, baby. at the time. Herself. But do you think her family was responsible for that? Like, you got to think about, like, people who are in key positions, right? Their management, their PR, and they're just like, maybe they're responsible for this smear campaign for her. You know what I'm saying? In, in a sense. Honestly, I don't think that anybody around Britney has ever had her best interest. Yeah, her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They saw Britney as a machine and as a way to make money, especially Jamie. Out of them Louisiana backwoods. <sighs> McComb. Come on, Chuck. McComb to the Kentwood. Let's talk about Come it. Come on. But no, like, I just, I just feel like no one ever had, like, no one ever was in Britney's corner. Mm. The people around, around her, her right? Were I got ever you. in her corner. I got her you. Her parents, who were supposed to protect her and have her back, were always against her and used her to make money for them and to launch a Jamie Lynn's mediocre career. Oh my Not gonna God. lie though, I did watch Zoe 101 and they're doing a movie. I'm Mickey excited, but I don't like Jamie Lynn right now so I'm pretending not to be happy, but I... 12 year old me is excited. <laughs> Your inner child. My inner child is just like, oh my God, Zoe 101! But I'm just like, Zoe 101. Mm. Since we're talking about pop, smear campaigns, Chris Brown. Christopher Beca- Maurice Brown. Because... 
He's been in the he's been in the he's been out there ever since Rihanna's performance. Then he dropped a single with Chloe and it's just kinda it just kinda went downhill. Then he brought Blueface into the situation That's and and then that really the and social social media really like turned on him. And it's just like when are we as a people gonna truly forgive Chris Brown? For what he did at seventeen years old, I'm always forgive Chris. I'm, I'm just like, years ago. I love Chris Brown. It's just like I love Chris Brown. Yes, we understand what he's done. Yes, he has held held himself accountable. No, the bow tie and crying Michael Jackson Jackson performance didn't win me over. But as a person grows. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the that you was the most. But yes, a person grows, and they start to understand their actions, and they're, and they're wrong, and they don't have to be public about it, right? right? So I'm just like, why are we steady like dragging him through the coals, through the mud? When are we as people, black and white, gonna start having forgiving hearts? Like, it's like one image of a person is set in stone in someone's mind and that they can't, we feel that they can't change. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. And I brought this um, to my team the other day. If you notice, every year between January to maybe the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Something always happens with Chris Brown. Mm. He's always in the media for something negative, mm. or you know, for the past up at, last year it was someone saying that he sexually assaulted him. Yeah. The year before it was someone saying that he sexually assaulted him. The year before that it was them saying that he had a baby on the way, which he didn't at the time. <laughs> But he did end up having a baby later that year. But it was a woman claiming that she was pregnant for him and that he wasn't trying to be responsible and take care of the kid. Now we have the situation to where it's, oh, he's working with Chloe. He shouldn't be working with Chloe. Mm-hmm. And Chloe, you're going to ruin your career and yada, yada, yada. Like, if you notice that, like, every year, it's always something, something. at the beginning with Chris Brown. And then, like, from April to, like, December, it's. Everybody's Quiet. a fan. Mm, what is his connection of his energy to the new moon? Oh, Lord. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, because... because he has an album called Heartbreak Under the Full Moon. Because, Pee he just said the other day, maybe like two, three weeks ago, about how extraterrestrials have been, been here before or here. Don't get, you know, so caught up in the UFOs. Now you just said there are repeated offenses with him in the beginning of the year when they're and around the same time as the new moon. I'm gonna leave that alone for now. Let me ponder on that. See that's see that's the type of shit I be overthinking about. <laughs> and I'm gonna put the clip out and hope people can resonate and be like, Yo, you know what? <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Give you one of my <laughs> But yeah, so it's just like we have to learn to like really forgive people, but we don't forgive people because we don't forgive ourselves. One, but I understand too. I understand why he brought blue face situation to the limelight because it makes like think about it. People are holding this whole situation. Okay, 
just so we're clear, mm-hmm. it's not just about the Rihanna situation. Right, right. It's not uh, after the Rihanna situation. Chris has had many, many strings where, he, where he's lashed out at the Good Morning America, right. where right. he's lashed out at the Today Show, mm-hmm. where he's had issues with coconut rice crispy chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl, the the ex girl. Chicken patty. Do not do Karuchi. Her. And <laughs> he did have a situation where he was stalking her. And yeah. And he had to get a restraining order, but... Around the new moon? I can name people right now who get stalked. Chris Brown brought up Blueface and Krishan in this situation because what they are doing is very much domestic violence. And I am concerned for the both of them because... He just had a video where his face was all lumped and bruised up, and she just laying up under him. That girl is thrown fuck off. Is she thrown off, or does she? It, here, okay, so here's my question: mm-hmm. Is she thrown off, or is she like New York? Is she like delicious? And no. she's very aware of what reality TV is doing for her, and she's using that to her advantage because mm. she knows that no matter what. She's going to get put in the blocks to stay relevant. I think it's a mix of both. I think it's a mix of both. And at first I was like, okay, well, they're together because Blueface understands her crazy and she understands his crazy. And it's like, you know, like, that's what it is. As a couple, you you truly love someone to understand them and like, okay, yeah, this is what it is. But there comes a point to where it's just, it goes a little bit overboard. Even with the fact that, um, even with the fact that she just said, you want to eat my butt now? Like, that clip, I was like, okay, sis, really? You know, like, why did you bring that moment up in front of these people? Like, I get by bringing that moment up on the show, but in this situation, the scenario, he ain't going to eat your ass. But where did, where did that clip end up? On the blogs. So, that's why I'm saying a bit of both. It's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. And now people both saying... Oh, yeah. They're very aware. He made a post yesterday saying, basically saying that Krishan is one of his greatest investments. Yeah. Honestly, he didn't lie. Like, she really is one of his greatest investments. She boomed. She popped. And um, people don't know he's also an. um, But it's detrimental for our children. But it's detrimental for our children. For the youth. I mean, it is different. That's the word. detrimental. Yeah, it is that for the children. Because. But reality TV has always been around. And, I mean, we have flavor of love. But it ain't been that. I'm talking about well, these yeah, two fist fight. True. They fist fight. And they fist fight family. And then family come on and defend them. How you, I'm not defending them. You're a family. Then you come defend us like Chris Brown. Does Blueface Mama right? She comes talking about Chris Brown bringing up her son, but how I'm not even stepping in y'all shit when I got into it with this girl. What was really interesting about that situation is she said that uh, he's not a good role model for uh, Krishan. And I mean, for uh, she was saying that Chris Brown isn't a good mm-hmm. role model for Blueface. So I'm like, girl, you're not a good role model for Blueface. Like, let's be honest. What's really going on here, and why are you doing that? But I completely get what Chris is saying. It's like people keep condemning him mm-hmm. for things that happened almost 20 years ago. Literally, because it happened in 2008, mm-hmm. and they won't let it go. 
And even the stuff with compound chicken patty, Rice Krispie Oh my God. Back in like 2010-11, which was again over 10 years ago, because mm-hmm. we're in 2022. They still hold it over against him, but you have people like Blueface and Krishan, and also people like Alec Baldwin. Mel oh my Gibson, gosh. We Emma don't highlight Thompson. them. Yes. I mean, not Emma Thompson. Emma uh, Roberts. Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson is the lady that played Nanny McPhee. Uh, <laughs> Emma Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a few other people I can't name right now. But these are people who still have Josh Brolin. Yeah. These are still people who have prominent careers, careers after after those situations even though they happened 20 30 years ago no one's talking about them but here we are what about Brown, kevin spacey kevin spacey no no one ever mentions kevin spacey we not talking about that and that nigga was wild house of cards got canceled because of kevin spacey. i ain't gonna lie i used to and love I house of cards invested. i love that the, i love when he would watch this <laughs> i love when he would look at that camera oh I loved it. No, it was Claire for me. Claire? Under motherfucking wood. Oh, hey. I knew you were there. I just don't know how to feel about you. Oh, my goodness. Why am I scared? I'm like, oh. Girl, why are you breaking this fourth wall? I'm shook. Oh, you see me? You see me. You know I'm here. You know I'm watching. You see me laying in this bed in this cover. Girl, I'm in tune. Me and my Marilyn Monroe (laughs) will. We are in tuned. No, for real. But, but yeah, like, no, I you're on. Yeah. I get what Chris Brown is saying. And I have been a Chris Brown fan since Run It. I used to go to the store and get Word of Magazines because Chris Brown was on the cover of them. I still have one of my Word of Magazine pictures on my wall mm-hmm. of Chris Brown. I have every Chris Brown album. Was I happy with Chris Brown, what he did to Rihanna? Absolutely not. No, I exactly. Hurt. I was very disappointed. I hated him so much for that because I couldn't believe that he did that. For and to a while. To Rihanna, mm-hmm. of all people, that really, really made me mad. And I was very disappointed with Chris. And it did take me a while to get over Same it. Same here. I still loved him and I still loved his music. You... And he dealt, he dealt with it. Unlike some of these other people that we named, he's actually did his he did his community service. He dealt with the ridicule. He dealt with the uh, his career taking a major decline. He dealt with all of the backlash. He went through what he need what he was supposed to. But see, my thing is this. You start following a person's career. You start seeing their growth. You start seeing, oh, okay, he's changed from this situation. You start noticing these things. and But people are so invested in the negative that they don't see the positive. So they'll never see the growth and then they'll never understand it, right? So it was just like you start seeing the change. Like that's what. This is what blogging did for me, right? Yeah. You start seeing the change and you start seeing where his heart really is. You start seeing where his investment is, where like where he's investing his time. And then you start seeing how, okay, people really just nitpicking with this man for no reason. And uh, you know you know what I'm saying? I mean, you you really start no seeing it. He's first of all, he's not even in the country right now. Secondly, he is literally over on his sold-out tour into Europe. Why are y'all bothering this man? Which is so interesting. It's honestly... Okay, but 
Say what you're about to say and I have a question. I'm trying to think, though. Like, it's just honestly, I don't know. Like, what's the angle? It's no, they have no angle, honestly. But who don't have an angle is the baddies of the West because what the hell are they doing in London? Okay, so they actually went to... <laughs> Natalie, nah. But it's like, okay, I get it. The brand has grown, but has yes. the brand grown that much to where they are going to London to film this portion of the reality of their reality See, show? See, the thing. I don't think they were filming the reality okay, show. Okay, okay, they just I think going. They just genuinely went okay. to go see Chris okay. Brown on tour. Gotcha. Because he's actually friends with Natalie. Don't know how. To, I think they have it through Tyga. Remember that one era where Chris Brown and Tiger were best friends? Yeah. And they did albums and songs together. And he clicked Tiger with Natalie? But he was hanging with Tiger, and Tiger was dating Black China at the time, and Black yeah. China was friends with Nikki and Natalie, and somebody else was in that group. That's the one. Never mind. Let me not describe her. Let me not describe her. But yeah. You're right. You're right. But. but um, they just, she genuinely took them over there to London, to the concert, to get backstage and just hang out with Chris. And she got ugly. It got quick. Real quick. Real fast. But speaking of growth, I thought Tommy grew as a person. Girl. Girl. I thought she had grown. Girl. Tommy would never grow as a person. Oh, I really have, like... I... I see good for Tommy and I know she's been through a lot of things and it's like I see the change I've seen pieces of the change but also you know like change doesn't happen overnight child but I was really shocked to see her in the headlines even because she had said some things about Krishan uh recently not too long ago she did so that's why things about i was Krishan. really shocked to see that this altercation was happening I'm not in london at a chris brown show that's i'm like huh random isn't it so random it's the fact that it's, a, it's in london for that's one. what's that's what that's what threw me all the way off the fact that they were in london like y'all flew to london y'all flew to london she's in baddies west yes yes yeah, she is. Don't know how she got over there because she's in Atlanta, but she's in Baddies West. Well, she's been she's been in California for a while. Oh, so forward. she's in Cali. She's been back and forth for she was a in while. Miami. She's been Cali back and oh. forth for a while. Oh, okay. And dang, speaking of Valentine's Day for Tommy, this random man pulled up to her house trying to deliver her some type of like. I saw that, and I did feel bad for her I that because apparently bad. somebody had been pretending to be her. Yeah, and they actually married that guy over the like I don't know how it happened it's the internet things happen shit was crazy uh, and he actually found out where she was like thinking that it's the person that he's actually been talking to, to her. her he was catfished yeah I did feel bad for her with that situation and because she that's that is scary uh, uh, it is scary she did have to get a restraining order that was very interesting I and then two days her. later, she went to London and... Duked it out. Chris Brown deserves redemption as as anybody does. Like, we have to let go. When we see a person and we create a thought about who they are in our heads, we have to let that shit go because it shouldn't even be cemented because now we're not giving this person room to grow, change, heal, X, Y, and Z, or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? I agree 100%. Break the concrete in your head. I agree 100%. <laughs> That's my confession. I don't, I don't know shit hell I should be making up shit oh, we're gonna talk about the awards the BAFTAs 
No, we talked about no, it already. Oh, the Sun and Tia Awards. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah, so, yeah, so Destiny literally was just here uh, Sunday. And we went live talking about the Southern Tea Awards. We're all nominated. And yes, uh, nominations closed, what, yesterday? They closed yesterday. I didn't know. I thought it closed today. Yeah, they closed yesterday. And we, of course, submitted Catch the Tea Podcast for Podcast of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiana Kardashian for Online Personality. Are uh, you the Entrepreneur of the Year? So I can have right? the Entrepreneur of the Year. Um,. I did a few other people. I did. Um, I started to do the COVID thing, but I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't do COVID. The COVID thing. I nominated myself for the Mary, the Mary Hicks, the Mary. Oh wow, you should have. I you did. Definitely should have. I did. You definitely should have. I nominated myself for that award. I think and I like four times, and that was it. Yeah, I, I I think I did it twice, maybe three times. But I think we all got nominations. Yeah. I think we got nominations for sure. So I look forward to seeing what to what that is, how that is. Um, and then I actually like I started thinking, I'm like, I really just I don't need an award to validate me. It looks good, it sounds good, like yeah. it sounds awesome. Because <laughs> of course, who's gonna turn down an award for them or uh, we, we also been on here talking about we want a Grammy and things of that nature but I really don't need it to like validate me and say boom you did this you know what I'm saying I mean I'm just honestly if I get a nomination which I'm sure I will mm-hmm. either by myself or with the certified T-Sippers yes. I'm just happy to be nominated exactly and just to be recognized for an award and sometimes recognition means more than winning yeah Nicki Minaj and oh! It's just good to be in the favor of other people. <laughs> um, I'm excited, and I've never been to a award show, so yeah. thank you, Louisiana has. Its oh my own gosh, award show! I'm not even called a little award show. Right, the Louisiana has its own award show that is growing and getting bigger. Exactly, like, and seeing- I'm excited. I'm excited to be going. I'm excited to be nominated. I'm excited to see what. The other people who have been nominated and to network. Honestly. That's the biggest I'm thing. I'm going to give me some new business cards. I'm taking them. I'm ready. I can't wait, and, and it's in April. Honestly, can't wait because I want to. I want to do the red carpet because I want. I like meeting people, of course. But I'm. I want to cross promote. I know it's a. It's a lot going on, so I'm. I'm here to really cross promote. Yeah. To like grow brands and things of that nature. Um. But I, I agree with you. It's not. It's, it doesn't sound bad to be, you know, sh- the light shined on you for things that you've done. But I just don't need it to validate me. No, no, yeah. No, no. But I, it, it will be nice to have an award. Yeah. But I'm, ex- I'm, I'm actually, actually excited about it. We are, we are talking about what we wearing, what we coordinating, child, what we doing. We have we'll to talk about it. We have to talk to the stylist. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk to the style. <laughs> but we're yeah. We're gonna have to color coordinate because if we're doing a red carpet, like we all need to be on that carpet posing together. Together. And then after we're done posing together, I'm gonna move y'all out the way. I'm like, okay, my turn. Uh, all right, it's my turn. All right, y'all. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. Okay, move over. Okay. Take some pictures of me too. In your career, I'm excited. But in your career, like, what have what have been some of the the low points for you? 
Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I have a few. The first low point, you know, I've been doing this since I was in high school. You know, mm -hmm. I started blogging on MySpace. Mm -hmm. I didn't know blogging was what Same. I was doing on MySpace. Like I was just real. writing in my note field every other day about Kim Kardashian and what she was wearing that day before I would, like that morning, like the previous day before I went to school. Mm -hmm. Or I would do a rundown of uh, the episode of the Kardashians mm -hmm. or something and I would put it in my note field. I wish I knew my MySpace password because I really want to log in and just see all of that stuff. No, again. for real. But I, uh, what, the first lowest point was literally, I was working with this blog. I started in 2009. It was this blog called Def Glam, mm -hmm. which was interesting. It was supposed to be the blend of hip-hop and fashion. Mm -hmm. Def Glam. Gotcha. <laughs> and I, I helped build it from the ground up, but like in 2013... I literally went to log in one day and my password did not work and I called the owner and I'm like, the password doesn't work. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, it doesn't. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Like, I did not know, like, at that time, but it took me, like, a couple of minutes to figure out that he kicked me out. Wow. So basically, after he got the website to where he wanted it to be and after I did all the work, he kicked me out. I literally tell people that I felt like Aubrey and Danity Kane at that point because Diddy literally was like, so you're not Indemnity Kane anymore. Mm. And then he told D. Woods, he was like, and you're not Indemnity Kane anymore either. And everybody's just looking like, what? And like, I felt like that because I'm like, wow, like I literally helped build this from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Like, I was in college, in school, in class, when I should be working and I'm writing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like th that was one of the first lowest points. The second was just launching some something like a hottest still a baby yeah people don't it just turned three mm -hmm. i launched it in 2020 i lost it before covid hit mm -hmm. and i hit twenty thousand followers in august mm -hmm. and then a couple of weeks later i lost my dad so it's just like, yeah i just didn't i don't know i was unmotivated i didn't want to do anything and of course that was just that's probably the lowest moment i had to figure out how mm, to child. firstly not how to write again but how to continue the blog itself again because he was supporting it financially yeah and it takes money to run a blog it does and, um, and people don't even people think don't about that, that. people um, don't even realize the work and effort the time that goes into it they do not and the money that i make from facebook and instagram is like oh it's cool but it know? ain't it's like you have okay a team that you have to pay you have to pay this person for their work, this person for their work, this mm -hmm. person for their work, and I have three people that I have to pay. This is the reason why I never really got to pay ads constantly because you have to spend money to, for ads to make to, money. To make money. Exactly. And then it's like, when you look at it, the money that's left over for me, is it goes it's, back into the blog. It's a circle. Your money is in and a I, circle. I tell people all the time, if I make, if the blog makes a thousand dollars this month, I may keep 200 of myself and mm -hmm. that 200 goes back into the blog. Mm -hmm. Like, Yes, I make money. Yes, it's I get paid circular some blogs, motion. But it, I don't really see any of that. However, I do feel good because I can help my team pay. I, I pay my team. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel good mm. to know that I'm helping and blessing other people. Man. And they've had situations to where, 
you know, things weren't looking too good. And I wouldn't know. And then the next thing you know, like, it's payday. It's like, hey, it's payday. Mm-hmm. And they would send me messages like, oh, my gosh, you paid me right on time. Mm-hmm. Like, this, 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 this happened. And then, like, again, like, my team members are older than me. Like, yeah, I remember you said that. They're married. They have kids. One is about to get married and about to have his first kid. Wow. And another one. And they have their own jobs and stuff. So, like, the fact that they take their time out. Like they're messaging me right now, but the fact that they take their time out mm-hmm. to not only help me keep up with everything, and and they they're just as devoted to it as I am, yeah. it just makes me happy. Yeah, and I'm very blessed to have them. I I actually shouted them out on Facebook today because, and I had to let uh, the fans and the readers know, like, hey, like. My team is really behind me, and they make me look good for y'all. Like, half the time, I don't be knowing what to do. I don't be knowing who half these people are that y'all that we be writing about. But they do, and they keep up with it, and they write it for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, they'll give me, like, a little draft, and I'll go back, and I'll write it, and I'll, and I'll put my Tianiisms in, as they say. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. But that was, like, Man. launching the blog in 2020. Finally just launching my own blog. I remember we had a conversation. just feeling like, wow, I'm finna lose it. Like, this is it. That, Man. That was definitely the lowest for me. I think the, the, the lowest for me was losing my blog. Because I don't think people realize, you know, I started right around the same time, well, a little bit sooner than you, mm-hmm. earlier than you. But when I lost my Facebook and when I lost my Instagram and I was sitting at 25,000 followers, like I was sitting here, I was had that moment and I had all of the connections. All of these people were in my DMs and it's just, I, that moment was there and it was right before Super Bowl when Super Bowl was in Houston, it was deleted. It was yanked away. It was taken away from me. I never really, never really kind of shook back from that you know what i'm saying because it it hurt it hurt and it made me not want to really not want to blog anymore and here i was getting ready to go cover the super bowl covering parties at the super bowl i was like oh my gosh how am i going to promote myself at this huge event when it was all just taken away from me so i hurried up and created it all again but at that time people never really take you serious because you're like oh you you don't have that many followers and that's when i met the girl from the shade room that's when i met uh jason lee like literally meeting these people that i had been following for a while blogging i'm like i'm doing the same thing y'all doing and then no uh -uh, no it wasn't angelica yeah, um, it was the girl closet ratchet. Oh, I remember her. Mm-hmm. And so you know she's not. She always in Kyle comments now, but literally meeting these people, talking to yeah. these people, connecting with these people, and getting my shit yanked away. Like, and I'm never, I'm never really sh- shaking back from that. And I don't think people understand because I have attachment issues. So it's like. I was attached to that and yeah. for that to be taken away hurts and then it's like a lot of stuff ends up being taken taken away from me but now in the mindset that i am now i just like okay well somewhere in that moment was a lesson it was like even though my blog was yanked away and taken away from me i still went to super bowl i still connected with people i still was able to post content i still was at a at a moment where I don't even think blogs even covered because it was like Erica Mina, Erica Mina and the girl, it was a girl that was with Erica Mina ended up getting with, getting into it with OT Genesis. Like I was there for something like that, posted it, but it was like, oh, didn't get a lot of traction because what? This is a brand new page. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, it was just, 
unfortunate. I'm, yeah, you know, and, and, and people really don't understand it. Like, I, I, I said this um, maybe like a week or two ago in conversation. I was like, I take a lot of hits in life, but people don't know it because I don't talk about it or I don't. I don't whine about it publicly. I whine, I whine about it privately to myself, right? So, like, people don't understand those hits or those times where it was like, oh, I'm down. I, just, I, don't, I don't show it, but I'm just now, I'm now in life showing it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, people need to see that. People need to understand that. And that was one of the lowest, lowest points for me. I, I'm really, in my mind, emotional just thinking about it because I can't remember being in Houston for Super Bowl and like crying outside of Top Golf, like boo hoo fucking crying because that happened to me, and like it was crazy. Did you ever try to get it back? I never. Everybody who I knew about restoring pages never DM'd me back. I never again. It was like it wasn't taken serious. So yeah. That was bad. What have you learned from it, though? Keep just keep going and um, still keeping the connections with people. Because even though, like, I had people in my DMs, I did have email addresses. And that's how I ended up reconnecting with the PR lady that, you know, I'm with now. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, having prominent people connect like this you see what i'm saying like in my in my hand i don't have to show it to the world but it just it it still hurt though it still hurt i can definitely imagine like when you're putting your like when you built something i don't like because like man taken away from you and and probably for no reason that's what i'm saying it was nick it was Nicki minaj content it was a hot year that's what that's why that's my gripe with Nicki minaj you know what i'm saying like it was it was her her shit i don't know her and I was like, I'm posting everything that the other blogs are posting. Why are you just coming to me? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, what and that doing? was a huge battle. Even in that time, that was a huge battle because I would always get into it with people in the comment section. I'd be like, well, such and such post is well, why are you coming to me? Even it was a it was a messy C post I had made before. Messy C and Andrew Caldwell. Oh, Lord. They not, had got into not it. Mother they got into it, and the and girl who originally made the video, she and her and her friends, when I tell you they came into my comments trying to attack me, and I went through this, I went through the shade room comments, and I was like, well, I don't see y'all in the shade room comments saying the same thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, I don't think people understand those battles that that happened because. Man, then a lot of sleepless, I, and I know you might know this, a lot of sleepless fucking nights, like up at 2 and 3 so o'clock in the many. morning, so trying many. to make sure that you catch that post, you know what I'm saying, to catch that right post, like, yeah. okay, I know they not going to get this, you know what I'm saying, and then it could, I also learned that, because I used to always want to be the first one with the story, the first one with the story, first one with the story. But it's like, it doesn't matter who posts it first, it's who is more effective. So I, I also learned that too. Yeah. But it was just like, that really knocked the wind out of myself. And I struggled with coming back to a blog after that. I get it. Because it felt like, what is the point? Because someone's gonna always say copyright, or someone's gonna always say you can't write this, but everybody else can. Right. 
and it's hurting it's a hurting feeling it's hurting it, it honestly is it's hurting and you know i the team always tells me stay out the comments mm-hmm. and i'm like no i'm not saying out right. the comments because they're not i need to get y'all bitches together you're not gonna compare me to the shade room no oh, i hated one. that number two oh my god th- this is the difference between me and the shade room you're going to go into the comments and you're going to say what you want to say mm-hmm. i'm about to respond to you and let you know that i saw it mm-hmm. and i'm going to let you know that i am not the one the two or the three i, I hate Here that too i would hate in the right now. i would hate when people come in the comments and say oh shade room ball alert you need to post this and i'm like well i posted this so what's the difference like yeah. I even got into it with someone on Twitter maybe maybe like six months ago and they were like oh you're too old to be doing this and doing that and I was like obviously it was somebody that knew me too so that was another thing because it was like got real personal and then I was like well if, if you go look it up the owner of the shade room uh nicole bitchy uh jasmine brand these people are the same age as me yeah so they're too old too like it would it, it it'll get it'll be like that and i'm just like it it, it you man you have to have thick skin you have to for, i mean and you shouldn't have to man I mean, and it does get easy i mean and it should be easy to not respond but it's like no, sometimes you have to. And respond it was, to ugh, and I, and I respond to them all the time. And a lot of times, it's just now. like I never understood why I was never so uh, public about. I was like, why was I never so public about some of these things that were happening? You know, I don't know. I'm just a very, like, I'm just used to like hiding a lot because I'm like, okay, it's not, it's not your business, and I'm gonna hide this because it's, this is my business. Like, I'm just, just that person, but. Um, yeah, that was like my lowest, like my lowest point. Cause I remember, like I honestly remember me outside Top Golf, like boohoo, crying, like crying, I can crying. I can Cause I'm just like I work so hard. Cause I think about the times going to bed at three o'clock in the morning, waking up at like five thirty, six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like, or not going to bed at, at all. all. And, and then, just go, like, literally being up for 24 hours. And going to a regular job. And going to, and, well, I didn't have to do that. But yeah. just being but up no, for like, 24 hours. Going to a regular just, job. I mean, but I don't think, I mean, you know, I actually had to go off on this guy that's been trying to court me. Mm-hmm. It's been unsuccessful. Because <laughs> I'm not interested. Um,. I just actually had to go off on him uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. because he kept calling, 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 mm-hmm. calling. And I was like, what? What is it that you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just seeing how you're doing. But if I didn't answer the phone, phone the, the first, first time, time or the second time, because sometimes, you know, you do call people twice. Right, uh, right. I, I do that. If I call you one time, you didn't know. Okay, buddy, maybe you didn't hit the phone or you was trying to get to Well, let me call you back. Mm-hmm. But if you don't answer the second time, it's like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's an emergency. This was not an emergency. You ain't want that. calling, calling, calling. So when I finally answered, I'm like, what do you want? I'm just seeing how you're doing. I'm fine. I'm working. Leave you're working doing what? I'm blogging? Yeah. Deal? Yes. All, yes. Celebrity, oh, my gosh. Celebrity news does Don't not stop. And then and I don't sleep. And then the thing about it, too, not only was I blogging, I was doing a video component to the shit, too. So, like, that take time, too. That's why I ain't got no fucking space on my phone because I'm editing all this shit on my phone. Yeah. Like, everything. Everything. They could delete some of stuff. 
I know, but it's like I'm a hoarder of space. I get it. <laughs> and I am struggling. My phone really does not have any storage right you now. And, drive. and it's like, I'm like, Kim, you gotta delete some stuff. So or now. Just an external drive. I do have an external, and Good that's shit. full. That's it. Because it has the raw video files of everything. You see what I'm saying? It's so much shit. And I'm just like, okay, so I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to delete some stuff. But then I got exa- mentally exhausted because I'm like, I don't feel like scrolling through this shit. I don't feel like doing it because I have stuff on my phone all the way back from 2012. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? And it's I'm just like, I kept like, Kim, it's time to let some stuff go, you know? You have to, and then you realize, that, and then, you know, you may not realize it, but once you do let some of that stuff mm-hmm. go, you'll actually feel better. And yeah. Like, you really don't that, that's know when, that you do. Right, and so that's when I came to the mental thought of like, okay, I'm going to do it. But, it, you know, I was like, shit, I don't feel like, so I was like, I don't even have a real moment to sit down for an hour a day to delete. I don't have that moment right now because what I'm still doing creating content so it's just like it's people always talk about people blogging and content creation but thinking it's so easy it's really it's a lot it's work too it's work too it's it's like you got to think of a concept like i want to make sure this piece of video sticks out right so i need to make sure that i say something trendy or i say something with a bubbly attitude or I say something catchy that's going to catch people ear like it's a thought process then you got to think about the SEO behind it because you want to make sure that your audience is going to see it so now I'm like I need to make sure I hit the right uh hashtags to make sure that this pops on not only on my followers but on someone's FYP or anything or if the algorithm yeah. decides to pick it up like because the algorithm changes every, every goddamn every week week and so that's why on certain apps I don't post at all because I'm like I don't feel like fucking with that algorithm. <laughs> but like Instagram, people, okay, because it is Instagram, okay, and, and Facebook too. Well, Facebook they kind of. I can't say anything about that. It's viral. a little. It's it's a it's hit or miss because like it just depends. But anyway, but like. People don't even know all of that goes into it. So I, my hats are off to like those people that blog and that are very successful with blogging. That my hat goes off to you because I know how much work that is. Thank you so much. I know how much time and effort so that that goes into it. I'm blogging now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I feel bad though. That's why I keep putting the phone. There. It's just it's 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 a lot. It is a lot. It really is a lot, and I don't think people realize that. Which is why I have to go off on a dude. The mm-hmm. other day I'm like, look, dude, you know I'm a blogger. Mm-hmm. It, it, but don't you have a team? Yes, I have a team, but my team has lives. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it is not their obligation. Exactly. It's my blog. I have to be the face of it. Yes. To write. Come and on. To now. do the posting, even when they're laying down in their sleep, Come I'm on. the one who's obligated to be up. Because it's my blog, and I'm definitely going to put work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't think people really. What, what, what kills me, though, is that you have certain people that come in. And they're just like, y'all just y'all go so hard for celebrities, but it's like, mm-hmm. okay, your favorite football team just lost. So what does it say about you? Same exact it's thing. The same thing. It's just different. 
I go hard for Kim Kardashian. You go hard for Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but no, like it's really you're you're mad no. because the Cowboys missed that touchdown. I'm mad because Kim Kardashian is wearing this outfit and it doesn't look right. It's literally the same side of the same coin. It's a different side of the same coin. And then you have I'm the people here that for... come into the comments yeah. and they're just like. I just really don't care. Then why did you comment? Because you do care. If you don't, if, <laughs> when, when Tiani doesn't care, Tiani doesn't waste his time letting people know. No, effort, no care. nothing. That's my family. They know. They, I don't have to tell them I don't care. They're gonna get one of these. Oh, okay. Well, why am right. I? Why like, am I gonna I put an effort? Exactly. I don't care, and I'm not coming. Why? Well, ask me the other day, am I coming to my uncle's birthday party? For what? Who gonna be there? No, I'm not coming. Okay. Y'all know I don't like y'all like that. But yes. Thanksgiving. I won't be there. I will be in New Orleans at Bayou Classic. Thursday. Thursday Wednesday. morning. Wednesday. Wednesday. After I get off of work, Wednesday, I'm going to know. <laughs> no, I will not be home on Thanksgiving. No, I'm not there. But what? <laughs> I don't even like And honestly, since we're talking about it, and I know because I know I'm not the only person with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all talk about each other from January from, from January first to the week before th- to the day before Thanksgiving, and you want us to come and be a happy family? Oh, no, oh. I am not coming to be a happy family. I'm you missing- didn't like me for the first hundred days. What makes you think I'm gonna like you today? Not sitting there lies. <laughs> oh my god. Like no, but you for ain't real. Lying. Like y'all literally, like no, because honestly, and I know it's not just my family, but oh, Peanut did this and this that. He back in jail again, girl. Then it's Thanksgiving. Hey, hey, Peanut. Peanut, I miss you so much. And it's like Peanut. Let me tell you what she said about you yesterday. Because she thought she was still in jail. She didn't think that she was gonna pop up, but mm-hmm. here you are. That's hard. Hold on. I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say it. At this point in my life, I told my grandparents, I told my mom, I'm like, look, I have not, if my grandparents and my mom and stepdad and my sister that I grew Mm -hmm. up with wanted to do something for Thanksgiving, I would do something with my immediate family. Yeah, yeah. As far as the rest of my, I don't need to be with the rest of the family. No, for what? And I said that, I said, I mean, and honestly, Christmas, I really wanted to leave and go somewhere for Christmas, but on Christmas, I ended up at my mom's house. It was my mom, my sister, mm-hmm. my stepdad, and it was just me, my mom, my sister, stepdad, my niece and nephews, of course. And uh, but we played Monopoly, mm-hmm. and I honestly enjoyed it. I'm not- I had a really good time just being at my mom's house with her, my stepdad, my mm-hmm. sister, my niece and nephews, and playing Monopoly, drinking wine, and just just us. I'm the opposite. I, I, I just I I enjoyed that. I'm the opposite because I'm I miss my outside family because I just don't get a chance to actually see them my or communicate with them. I do. Like I see my immediate family. I talk to them like, you know, every other day or something of that nature. But like my outside family, like I really went and sat down with my grandmother, maybe uh it was like last week. I went sit down with her, and I had been seen. I hadn't seen her in a while, and I I always feel bad about it. But like my anxiety really be stopping me from a lot of stuff. But that's neither here nor there. So I went and sat down with her, and I was so happy because, like, I was telling her how much that we relate, or how much that how much of her is inside of me, yeah. and um, 
it it literally it felt good it yeah. felt good to do that but it's just like damn i need to go spend time with the rest of my family like that no, too but at the same time like something in me is like uh too much time is passed you know you know how you think like too much time is passed that you haven't talked to somebody that oh no, that no. connection is frayed or something like that Only and that could probably not that's that's not the case i know that's not the case Only had that with my friends but yeah yeah, it felt good to sit down with my grandmother. Anyway, child, it's time for CTT Confession. Cause it's been a, it's been a, okay, it's time. It's time. It's time for CTT Confession. My confession is fuck the family, because family fucked my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My confession is, I see you seeing me go away. I know that shit's right. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. I see you seeing me go away. Okay. But let's read this confession. And it says, my crazy ex who never returned my key hid in my bedroom closet and attacked me when I brought her friend to bed. She scared me and I let out a high-pitched scream. The ex posted the scream video and I've lost my job as a bouncer and I'm losing my new female prospects. Help. Oh, I can't help you there. Wait, so what? So, he says that his ex his ex was in his house, scared him his ex was in his house and scared him. He let out a scream. She put the video out. It went viral. He lost his job. And he's losing new female prospects because of the screaming video. Help. Did he scream like a girl? Had to be. I mean, when I scream, I scream like a girl. But it's, it's I mean, in certain situations, this is acceptable. If she startled you. I mean, but you know. But why the fuck was she in your house? Exactly. That's why he screamed. Why you ain't take your key away? You ain't do your due diligence. You, you ain't do your due diligence. Fun fact, Tiani, when Tiani was like, I don't know, nine, mm-hmm. Tiani learned how to pick a lock because Tiani had to figure out how to get himself into his room and keep other people out, out of it. Mm. Yes. Come on, Louise Belcher. You know, you, have fa- you know when you have family come over. They want to go in your room. Can I use your computer? No. First of all, no, you cannot. Why are you here? You already drank all the sodas and the juices, and you ate, <laughs> you ate my Oreos. Why are you here? And every time y'all come over here, y'all need something to eat or to drink. I don't understand it. So no, you cannot get on my computer. No, you are not going to talk about my Chris Brown poster. No, you are not going to wonder why I got Britney Spears on the wall. No, you're not going to sit here and play with my CD. No, get mm-hmm. out of my room. Shoo shoo shoo. Period. But, anyway. but yeah, but yeah, you ain't do your due diligence. You ain't take the key. You ain't change. If you but ain't take the key, again, you maybe, ain't change the lock. She picked the lock. It happened. Well, he said she never returned the key. I still know how to pick locks to an extent. Depends on the type of lock. And you just gonna have to stand on it. You gonna have to just stand on the viral video. I mean, look, stand on stand on the viral moment. If the man who just went viral for shitting on himself at the club, standing on his moment, you can I stand on your saw moment. That. You can stand I on your saw, moment. Yes, I saw that. But he was poisoned, come to find out. Oh, wow. Somebody poisoned him in the club, which caused his body to do what it did. But if he can stand on that moment, Sometimes you, have to stand on you moment. can stand on that moment. Sometimes you have to stand. No, uh-uh. Mm-mm, he went in New Orleans. 
He was in an actual club and like he had took his pants off. He was standing by the water fountain and people was recording him. He was trying to apologize. I'm like, sir, if I if I'm ever in a situation where I'm shitting on myself, I'm not taking the clothes off. It's gonna have to be in the clothes, and then I'll get naked when I get to the car. But I'm not gonna get naked before I get into the car. But sometimes you can't help it. Uh, anyway, all right, yes. Thank you guys for tuning in to Cash and See Podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms under CTT Media Group. So make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms, CTT Media Group. If you're looking for somewhere to record your podcast or even just create content, hit up CTT Media Group. How can I find you online? I'm Daphne Bridgerton. Oh, boop. Come on, Daphne. Yes. Actually, you know what? I'm more of a lady Dan Oh, I think. I think we had that conversation before. Yes. But no, a senior drama correspondent, Tiani Kardashian. Heavy on the drama. I did not cry. I did good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find hell. I haven't said this so long. What the hell can you find here? You can find me on Twitter at Tiani Kardashian. Mm-hmm. You can find me on my personal Instagram at Tiani Kardashian. You can find me on my personal. Well, it's not my personal Facebook anymore. It's actually a creator page now. Mm-hmm. Tiani Kardashian Spears. Mm-hmm. And you can follow my blog. Some like it hot. One hundred and six thousand followers. Woohoo! Right, I'm excited. Um, S O M E L I K E H A U T E underscore underscore. I I haven't said it in so long. I forgot to spell it. Beep spelling. I've been spelling it. It has been that long, but yeah, you can find me there. Um. You can also. That's it, huh? Instagram, Twitter. That's it. Yeah. That's all. That's all of that. And of course, it's your girl, the true lady, such a lady, eighty-five on everything: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, or really search for the hashtag Catch the T. And we out.